Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, hey, Hardcore Listers. This is 76 doing the intro to uh, this week's Hardcore Listing podcast because... Chris um, died, and Stu is, and I quote, having the busiest 48 hours of his life. Um, essentially, he's having a, a massive poo and a wank for uh, 48 hours, which calculates as roughly 96 wanks and 24 poos. Um, you do the maths. Uh, brown and white everywhere. Anyway, uh, this week's podcast is with a lovely chap called Josh Astrop, or Josh Astrop, who knows, maybe we'll find out in the beginning 13 minutes of this podcast when Chris asks Josh how you pronounce his surname. Anyway, Josh, uh, he does a weekly long-form podcast where he asks interesting and successful people what they do and how they got there. Um, for some reason, he interviewed Chris and Stu, who are neither interesting nor successful. Um, nobody cares what they do, and nobody gives a shit how they got there. Um, however, uh, Josh managed to, I don't know, wring some shit out of them. Um, and I can only imagine it's uh, interesting, but only for Josh and not them two. Um, however, they have recorded a podcast with Josh. He's doing his top five podcasts. So this is almost like the inception of podcasts. Podcasts, pon podcasts, pon podcasts. Um, if you want to check Josh out, then uh, you can go to audioworks.podbean.com and search Josh Astrop. Or you can even find him on Instagram, Josh Astrop. Uh, Facebook, the Josh Astrop podcast. Or I'd imagine Twitter, um, something to do with Josh Astrop. Um, his podcast is pretty dope. Uh, he's spoken to lots of people. Um, he's got 134 episodes, which is quite fantastic. And he's had 9,262 downloads. So I can only imagine when Chris and Stu's episode comes out, he will have probably a total of around 9,262 downloads still. Um, like I say, this is 76. Uh, it's just a, a one part of this week, a solid hour of three chaps banting and talking. Can you bant? Is that a verb or an adjective or whatever it might be? Who knows? Anyway, this is uh, Stuart and Chris talking with Josh Astrop of the Josh Astrop podcast. Um, and it's his top five podcasts. And I can only imagine this is probably number four. Bye. Bye. 
a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Stuart within, tell me what you had for lunch today. Um, scotch broth. That's so boring. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Um, well, I thought I'd gone. I thought I'd taken a wrong turn asking that question. But no, I no. Um, porridge for breakfast. Oh, very <laughs> Scottish day. <laughs> yeah, day. I just realised. I said that. Yeah, porridge for breakfast and um, whiskey for dinner. It was, uh, and, I, and I've just had a whiskey. Deep fried uh, Mars bar. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there you go. What did you have for lunch? Um, what did I have for lunch? Um, well, I've two chicken legs and uh, a superfood salad from M&S. Mm. So, yeah, but I only had half of it. Right. Around Scroobius Pipikin's house. Nice. Yeah. He didn't. Didn't want any. He always rejects food. So just a little tip. He doesn't like to share food from what I gather. He he won't share and he won't accept. It's almost like he thinks he's a Viking and someone's trying to poison him. Because he will never accept food. I I honestly can't tell you a time where I've gone, do you fancy that? Or do you want one of these? And he's gone, yeah, go on, I'll try that. Ever, ever. When I first met him... Um... (coughs) Excuse me. <laughs> when I first sort of like went out with him, we went. I went to Coco with the band I was managing that was supporting him on tour, mm. him and Dan. And obviously I knew Dan from years back, but I didn't know Pip too well. Uh, he was just this kind of lanky fella round, round our way with a uh, weird facial hair. Um, but I remember seeing his rider at Coco. Mark Watts at it. But uh, <laughs> um, but uh, and it was just chocolate. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, that's terrible. Yeah. And uh, and then I think Dan, oh, it might even mean Pip said like he's got really bad eating habits. Like, but he eats very clean now, doesn't he? No, he, he, does. he now eats like yeah. like there, good stuff. There was a period, I think, definitely in his twenties, where he was just strictly eating pizza. But there was it was pizza was his thing on it, yeah. But there was a thread, there was a thread between me, you, Pip, and Big Papa Jay, yeah. um, because you all went and watched the Conor McGregor fight around Justin's, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and he took two bags of was it chocolate buttons and minstrels or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, sat and ate the lot and didn't offer anyone any of them. Did, I didn't even notice. Uh, made Justin really angry. Never, never forget that. He refused the burger that Antonia made. And uh, and then just sat there and ate his chocolate. Apparently, well, he, missed, he missed the trick because Justin made it ordered in. I'm I'm a bit. I like Domino's and I like Pizza Hut, and I've I've been often disappointed or burned, shall we say, say by it, things like Papa John's and Pizza. Is he a Pizza a Go Go? Just I don't know if it was Pizza Go Go. Papa, John. I think it might have been Pizza Go Go. It was really good. Yeah. It was a really bloody good pizza. But just had put everything on this pizza. Of course. Mm. He's he's fundamentally a greedy prick. Yeah, and it was big as well. Yeah, of course. And it was good. And Pip, I think, in his you know, fear of accepting food for it being spiked, yeah. um, lost out there. Yeah. I uh, I like the fact that we've we've just re- finished recording our guest podcast <laughs> and we've now uh 
We've not even introduced him as a guest on our podcast, <laughs> and we've just started banging on about our mates for 10 minutes while he's sitting there wondering what the fuck's going on. Who are all these people you're talking about? <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, should we introduce today's guest? Yes. Um, it's Josh, I might pronounce your name wrong here. Josh Astrop. It's um, Astrop. Astrop. Honestly, I really don't care. Whatever. Where's Astrop come from? Um, good question. Apparently, it's like... It might be Dutch, like a few generations ago, maybe. Right. There's not many people called it. No, you, know, you no. don't never come across not it. Not familiar with it, mate. No, You've got it's a weird. little reddish in the beard, as there's a little yeah. bit there as yeah. well. That's just Could offensive. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have. I've got a bit of a red one. Well, you've <laughs> You've just got a ginger beard. Yeah. Well, no, don't say oh, yeah, I've got, got a little bit of strawberry ginger. blonde in it. You, you've just yeah, yeah, you're full ranger. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Josh, 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 you have a podcast of your own. Yes. I'm going to read. Let me just read the title. Oh, okay, go on. The Josh Astrop Podcast (laughs) is a weekly long-form podcast where we ask interesting and successful people what they do and how they got there. Yeah. And we just featured on your podcast. Have a tough week. (laughs) Quite weak. I think we're both scraping the bottom of the barrel this week. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say thank you very much, but you know, that means that we're interesting and successful. No, so. no, no, joking aside, it, no, that is, that is what it is. That is, it's just an excuse for me to be nosy and talk to people that I think are doing something good. That's oh, it. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's weird because you're going to, you like, need to go and listen to the one we just recorded on Josh's. It was, it was very funny. Um, it's all about us. Yes. So that's why it's fascinating. But, um, um, <laughs> Yeah, we. Oh God! Do you know what I've done this twice today? What? Lost, lost the thread of what I was going to say. You were probably going to say like how great I am and stuff. No, it's, well that. Yeah. <laughs> oh bugger! It's completely gone. I'm not going to help you out. I'm just going to sit here in silence. You're just mm. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. You ask Josh a question, then it'll come. No, I'm just going to wait for you to well, we're just uh, sit here. Yeah. Until. What was we talking about? We're going to have to do what we do in... This is like normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. Benefits of podcast. What, um, what well, you were just talking about the, the description of Josh's podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we obviously made light of the fact that he was having a quiet week. Hence, he's come from yeah. Northampton, where you own a rehearsal studio? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Audio Works rehearsal studio. Um, yeah, it's, it's that simple. It's just three soundproof rooms for bands to hire to rehearse in, really. That's how, it. how did that come about? Because I know you, you, you mentioned uh, earlier on when we guested on your podcast that you was you was a DJ, uh, sort of scratch DJ in a band. Yeah. Kind of circa the times of uh, uh, oh, Morning View, what are they called? Incubus. Incubus, Incubus. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and stuff like that. And so how did you go from that to then going, well, I'm now going to open up a, st- a studio because that's, that's quite yeah. a jump and that's yeah. from being a reckless 18 year old just scratching yeah. records in a band to then yeah. having to open a three room building as a business is, is yeah. quite a mature step yeah yeah and what I've always what I've always said is um, I, I was naive and I didn't know what I was doing and that's why I started a business <laughs> because if I knew then what I know now I wouldn't have done it yeah. if I'd have know, known it was going to be that difficult and, <laughs> and stressful and whatever I wouldn't have done it so it's good that I I was naive. Yeah. Um, but no, I went uh, musical family and played a couple of instruments growing up, saxophone and been in orchestras and stuff like that. And that was good, but you can only play like fucking old Lang Syne 500 times and then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. So I stopped doing that and um, was still sort of involved in music. I did music technology at college and then went to do music marketing at uni. Um, but really found what I wanted to do in DJing. Um, 
and scratching. Um, well, like old-fashioned DJing, like actually DJing, yeah. not not Beat just mixing. yeah. Trying to do that, uh, I'm still trying to do that now. Still trying to work it out. Um, but yeah, so so I was in bands and stuff uh, and used rehearsal studios, and there were some around. Some were great and some were terrible, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I had loads of different jobs. Worked in Australia for a bit as a as a minibus driver. Sold pies at Northampton Town Football Club on match days. Did all these weird jobs that were just boring, and I th- and I got a job in an office as an account manager for a digital marketing company, um, which was the most serious job I'd ever had, and um, I didn't particularly enjoy it. People were lovely, but I didn't like it, and I thought if I don't get my shit together, then I'm going to be doing this forever, yep. and I and I don't want to do it, so I better do something different so uh yeah i just thought rehearsal studio seemed like a good idea there wasn't enough there was there was space for another one in town and i thought it's not maybe i was like i say naive but i thought it's not that hard surely it's a really simple idea you know it literally is build some soundproof rooms and rent them out by the hour and that's it so i thought i can have a go at this so borrowed some money and then got a business loan against that money Bought a load of kit on finance, um, and then fortunately a close mate of mine, Tom, um, is a great, well, he's a great bloke, but he can turn his hand to anything. So he built the studio, and then I and I the bank. He he came into some money, and then no, he built the studio, and I basically handed in the tools while he was doing it, um, and that's it. And it, and it's been open for just over eight years now. There's a really good music scene in Northampton. There's loads of really good bands, and there's two rehearsal studios, and we're both pretty busy. Um, yeah, it's going really well. So yeah, can't complain really. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was only through being naive that I did it, but it worked. You know, luckily. Yeah. It was luck. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Um, but no, but from that actually, because the podcast is now called the Josh Asprey Podcast because because it's all about me and. I, it started out as the Audio Works podcast because I was speaking to mostly musicians that came to the studio. But then as, as the net got, you know, sort of grew wider and further and I started to speak, speak to people that weren't, that had never been to the studio or they weren't musicians at all, I thought, this isn't really anything to do with the studio anymore. So I, I, I thought I'd change the name of the podcast. That took me about four months, actually, worrying about what to call it. Despite the fact that I've been telling bands for years... Don't worry about what you call your band. It really doesn't matter. You waste so much time trying to figure it out. Just pick a name that's probably not offensive and reasonably easy to spell, Mm. and you should be all right. If the music's good, you'll be fine. But I took ages uh, thinking about what to call it. I thought I sort of wanted to call it my name because that was the only common theme through Mm. it. Um, But I said to my mate, I'd want to do that, but it sounds arrogant and like it's all about me. And he said, are you fucking mental? Just call it your name and get on with it. Uh, And I thought, you're right. (laughs) So so that's where we are now. Um, But yeah, we're like 130 episodes in now. Yeah, and spoken to some incredible people that have done absolutely mind-blowing things. That has reminded me, my point, is that when you said it's cool that you get to speak to... um, uh, different people and, mm. uh, is we, we had a guy called Dean Chalkley on didn't we who's mm. a, a great photographer <clears throat> and he used uh, his camera as he used to say a passport a passport into places that um, he, he wanted to see and, and experience and you know we've found that with the podcast and 
We was never going to sit in a room you... with Frank Bruno, was we? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. How was that ever going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. But it's easy. It's easy passport, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it's and it's surprising how, or maybe it's not surprising to some people, but it was to me, how receptive people are if you say, I'll do a podcast and I'll you know, talk to interesting people, would you, would you be interested in doing it? The amount of people that say yes. Mm. But, but you just think maybe it's insecurity or whatever, is that why would they want to speak to me? What, what am I going to, what am I offering them? You know, why, why are they going to waste their time with, with me? But, you know, most people are nice, I think. And they like to talk. Yeah. And, and maybe about themselves. themselves. Especially about themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, people like to talk a little bit about themselves. And I don't think that's a particularly vain or horrible thing to oh, say about if, all of us. Especially if you think you've got something to say. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. It's like asking for help as well. People sometimes get frightened of asking for help, especially about different subjects. But if someone knows a subject and you're asking for help yeah. in the subject they know about, yeah. they're normally more than ha- happy to sort of, yeah. sort of dive in. Yeah. Unless the help you're asking for is to re- rewire your entire house, then they yeah. will want money. They get funny about that, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been discussing podcasts now for um, the well, the duration of, of your episode mm. and um, for the first sort of 10 minutes of this mm-hmm. episode. So it's fitting that we now ask you to say what your top five is going to be, Josh. Yeah, my top five is going to be top five podcasts. Fantastic. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, I, no I, one's ever done that. I did. Well, yeah, I mean, I did. You toyed, didn't you? Yeah, I worried about what I, I thought maybe that's too broad. Um, but then I thought, well, I'm not going to say specific podcast episodes. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. There's, there's thousands, aren't there? Well, thousands that I've listened to, and there's probably millions out mm. there. But, um, yeah, I thought most of the podcasts that I listen to, I listen to them regularly. Do you know what I mean? I don't just. I haven't just heard one episode of that one, and I've never yeah. gone back to it. This is going to be interesting because um, Chris hasn't ever listened to a podcast. Um, Pip put out. <laughs> is that a joke? No, no. Almost. Or I mean, it's, it's not. It's not strictly the truth. Okay. But it's. Aside accurate. from laughing okay. at your own on a train, when was the last time you listened <laughs> to someone else's? <laughs> That only happened five or six times. <laughs> um, and again, that's not a complete bullshit either. Um, I have I don't listen to many many podcasts. I'm complete. I'm the complete opposite, which yeah. I found really interesting about this. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. worth worth chatting about. Well, what do you what, what what do you listen to music instead then or nothing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll listen to music. I'll listen to, but also like in my spare time, I watch weird. shit You like on YouTube, YouTube, don't you? I watch I watch weird shit on YouTube, which. Mm. I'll be honest with you, I do generally think that it doesn't help my brain. Like I, I'll end up watching a lot of stuff that is quite fleeting and I don't really learn much from it. I find, I find entertainment. Yeah. Or what I am learning is not worth having a chat about, you know. And right. I, and I think what, what a great... <laughs> it's so true. But what, what, what I feel about pointless. podcasts is that they really are. I know I'm missing out. I know they're, they're great. You can learn so much. and yeah. You can learn so much from different things, like whether or not it's learning a subject or yeah. learning how certain people have approached something that has led mm. for them to become successful or even like things like, like mental health and mm. listening to other people getting through it. I think that there's so many great ways you can digest a news podcast. And I just don't. I just don't have that drawn. Mm. They say... Stu's done a little bit of this NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which talks about filters and what we become reliant on. Yeah. And why, you, why you have this yeah, talk on. about this? I'm going to really, really, I'm just yeah. going to nip for a week because you've both yeah, had one on, before this, yeah. so I'm breaking <laughs> sure. my neck. So I'll sure, leave man. you to, to, yeah. to finish at this point while yeah, I have okay. a quick wee. Sorry. So, well, Stu runs out on his own podcast. We just had a toilet break. 
Um, we can slag them off now. Yeah, we can do, fine. Um, it, it talks about different filters, so you know you might rely more on your, what you see than what you hear or what you feel. And, yeah. and I, I guess for me, I do like some degree of visual stimulation. Yeah. Uh, so that's why. It's, 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 yeah. it's, I guess it's as simple as that. But I know I'm missing out. I mean, Pip just did one with Liam Howlett. And I can't yes. believe yeah, yeah. I haven't put that on yet. Yeah. It's, it's mad it, Like how much of a fan I am. But you, you, you have to be... Well, I find that I have to be in the right frame of mind. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, and I have for years now. Um, but for a long time, I've only fairly recently got a car. I had one years ago, but then where I, where I moved to about eight years ago when I started the studio... I moved into town and it was like a mile from work and yeah. two miles from my gym. So I walked everywhere, but that meant I got to listen to about four or five hours of podcast a day yeah. because I was just walking everywhere, yeah, yeah. Um, which was great. So I was just getting through loads of stuff. But sometimes you don't, you do learn stuff, but you have, you have to pay attention to it. So you just want to put music on. The amount of times I've gone back to, I might not want to listen to music, so I'll go back to audio books. But yep. ones that I've already listened to right, lots, right, right. so I'll go. So I've got something going on, mm-hmm. but I don't particularly have to listen to it. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's almost like having. <laughs> it sounds really sad. Mm-hmm. It's like having somebody there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Rather yeah. than just being on your own but in it's silence. It's meditative as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's that, that there's certain like things I'll listen to when I go to sleep that I've heard a thousand times. What What are they? It's one weirdly an ASMR video. Yeah. If you've ever heard of ASMR, she yeah. hasn't. Because he's a granddad, but um, but then there's I've watched iRobot a billion times, right? And I don't even think it's that great a film. Okay. So why? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's because it, it's almost like not good enough to get my attention, <laughs> but not bad enough that I don't yeah, want it yeah. on because I've always like like Will Smith to an extent. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll do that. But even in your day to day, that can be quite good. We fall into sort of like hypnotic states more than we realise, and yeah. um, listening to things that you're familiar with help calm you can give you some tranquility in the brain and stuff like that give you some headspace so yeah yeah it, it can be useful like that oh he's back that was quick mate yeah ladder like a thimble oh, i'll tell you uh what i um we were just saying like uh sometimes you're not in the right frame of mind to listen to a podcast because you've got to pay attention to it or something but i want to put something on and i don't want to listen to music so i'll quite regularly go back to audiobooks that I've already heard a hundred times so I'll tell you what there's a Bravo 20 mm-hmm. yep. fucking well, brilliant do you know what so I love good. reading that book oh, so I good I that 20 years ago now um, more and I listen to that because of Alan Partridge right, because yeah. he says um, I think he says to Lynn uh, something like you read like a book and not a good book not certainly not Bravo 20 by Andy <laughs> McNabb yeah. which actually improves with every read and I thought <laughs> You know what? I was aware of Bravo to Zero and I thought, oh, I'm going to just listen to it. And it's brilliant. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, I love all that SAS sort of. Yeah, of course. Is it, is it real shit? Um, but yeah, that and Alan Partridge, both of his books as well. They're really good ones. Yeah. Norm MacDonald's book, that's good. Norm MacDonald, American really? stand-up. He's, yeah, really, really funny. But yeah, it's just something in the background, some voices mm. that don't necessarily need a- um, attention. Yeah. I think that, that yeah. It is, it's almost meditative, isn't it? It's it like, really it's is. just, yeah, it's like comforting almost. Definitely. Where do you listen to podcasts? Um, well, I've always got my wireless headphones on me, so if I'm ever like on my own, basically, yeah, so throughout the day and stuff. I used to, I've only fairly recently got a car again, so I used to walk everywhere for like a few hours a day, so I'd get through a lot of stuff. Mm. 
Um, but whenever I'm listening to anything now, so I listen to podcasts more than music. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's a con- the, the problem is there's a constant list and updating and you want to keep up to date don't you? you don't want to miss an episode mm. but there's not enough time you just yeah. have to start cherry picking don't you but well yeah, yeah. i mean like top five whatever we've discussed probably could yeah. be like i won't listen to that one this yeah week. especially when it's just me and you yeah well let's do top five podcasts let's watch your five yeah watch it what reverse order number five yep number five with number one obviously yeah really difficult really really difficult I've, I've, I actually looked through my list of podcasts on the phone today, and there's 30 on there, um, and wow. and there's a, there's a few on there that I don't listen to anymore. So I, I really couldn't, I really struggled. But my number five is the Hospital Records podcast. Okay. Oh, what a drum and bass! Yeah, label. yeah. Because I wanted to ask you, obviously, when you said you become a DJ and and what your interests were, I thought you'd probably be a bit of a drum and bass head and stuff like that. So wow. Yeah. Well, I. I didn't really know much about them, but my girlfriend, when I was at uni, um, showed it to me, um, and uh, I just thought it was really good. It was really good drum and bass. You know, it wasn't typical like Hoover drum and bass and yeah. and um, MC stuff. Um, it just felt more. It felt more like instruments. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just sort of EDM drum and bass. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, going through uni, you know, it's formative time and you're having a lot of parties and yeah. stuff and it, and it was really good. I haven't listened to it as much now, but for about four or five years, I was religiously listening to it, yeah. buying the records. Um, yeah, just getting involved with it. And I mean, I don't know now because I don't listen to many, but are there many music podcasts where they just play music for the whole thing? Different know. tracks because they have problems. I mean, you can't yeah, do like you can't. Yeah, you can't do like a broadcast mm. podcast with other people's music in. So that's obviously Hospital Records is the label, isn't it? So they can play whatever they want. So there's no vocals. It's just the music. No, no. They're, they're, yeah, there's a guy talking. Um, Tony, I think his name is, um, who is London Electricity. Um, but uh, and he talks over the records because you know they don't want people just to mm. record it to edit the episode and have the track. Um, but yeah, it's just a whole. Sometimes and obviously it's all records that are on their label. Yeah, it's all hospital right. records stuff. Um, yeah, but no, it's just really good. I, it was just, it was just. I think it was more that time period yeah. was significant in my life, you know, and that was what I was listening to all the time. Um, yeah, really good. I, I recommend it. That, um, yeah, I, I guess for me, drum and bass was a bit like that at uni. Definitely, it mm. was what because I bought a set of turntables when I was like sixteen. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And all my mates were doing like garage and, and aspects of house, and it was I weren't really feeling it. And then I got to uni; I'd already sold them. And I got to uni and um, started listening to drum and bass. Mm. And then I went around a mate's house; he had a set of decks, and I put on Casino Royale and something else from True Players. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I suddenly understood why. Yeah. You can get addicted to mixing, and yeah, yeah. that was it. And I was like, mm. yeah, "I love it." I've got quite a lot of records and. Oh man, yeah, but it was it was like four or five year stint of really, really being into it, and yeah. now I I couldn't I have a passing interest. You could play a load of drum bass and I'd enjoy it, but I couldn't tell you what's you know what's yeah. all running in it. And yeah, I'm the same like as that now. I've I've not been keeping up to date with it, and that's like I don't know how often they release them, but maybe it's once a week. But there's new tracks every week, and you know I I, I was at uni, so I couldn't afford to keep buying records and stuff. Um, yeah. So you just eventually lose touch with it and lose you know you don't know what's going on at the moment, but. It was really good. I put on a couple of gigs in Northampton, actually, and Danny Bird, who's signed to Hospital Records, mm. I, I, I booked him to play it and got him to oh, sign wow. one of my records and stuff, and that was, like, really significant. Um, 
and he's still I mean the label's probably doing better than it's ever done now really? and he's still and he's just released another album as well so and that's like some guys that just did it started from nothing you know and they've got a that's a good example of like what we were talking about in in my podcast a minute ago uh, where you were saying you're building your audience I think that's what they've done they've got probably haven't got a huge audience but they're like loyal and they go to every event and they do well they do gigs abroad hospital festivals abroad and stuff and they're really well attended but Definitely they've got a small well following respected as well hospital. yeah sure. yeah i think i heard something years and years and years ago that alan mcgee said about primal screen and he said primal screen are never going to sell a million copies of every album they ever put out they're yeah. never going to be the biggest band in the world but they will consistently sell the same amount of records for yeah. the rest of their career mm. because their following is die on. Yeah. Like, Pip's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, they're, you know, they're not going to... They're on board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they're pe- and I mean, it's, it's not only because the fans are crazy fans or whatever, it's because it's really good shit, but it's not commercial or not as commercial and not sure. easy. I think to, to like that sort of stuff, probably like hospital records, probably like Pip as well, is you care about the music and you actually listen to the lyrics. You got to yeah. invest a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you care, you know, you, you believe what, what he believes or they believe and, and you're, you want to be in that club. Mm. You want to be in the gang, you know, you want to, you want to support them. And, and and follow them wherever they go and uh, but it's reciprocated as well because the quality is consistent and, mm. and you can tell that they give a shit as well they're not just putting out <clears throat> they're not just putting out what they think is going to be a number one bang or yeah. whatever yeah good choice man mm. I like it mm. I might even, I, I, I jokingly say I might even give it a listen myself but <laughs> if I haven't listened to Pip with Liam Howlett well I'm, I'm yeah. going to throw in a music podcast yeah. that, um, that I want to talk about because um, in a couple of weeks we're is it your fucking own one? <laughs> no, no. Um, but uh, it's Trailblazers, which is, um, I hope it's not on your top five. No, no, no. Um, uh, which is run by uh, a, a previous guest of ours, uh, Eddie Temple Morris. Right. Um, and a guest of ours that's we're doing in a couple of weeks, Nick Hawks. Right. Uh, Nick Hawks uh, set up XL Records, signed a prodigy, still manages Liam Hallett. Right. Um, and... That podcast is fantastic. They have you heard it at all? No, the name rings a bell, but I don't. Yeah, they they, they, there was a big push for it on Deezer, which is a a sort of a a platform that I I don't know too much about. Um, But it is available on all the and all the others. But they pick someone that's been significant in in the you know evolution of electronic music you yeah. know, and whether it be Gary Newman whether it be oh, blimey uh, Danny Ramplin um, DJ Zinc the Zinc episode is one of the great yeah. if you like drum and bass yeah, the Zinc episode is yeah. off the chart yeah um, and it's it's just really interesting because Nick's the kind of industry insider on it all mm. for, for, for obviously only in Excel and then when he left Excel he opened he set up Positiva Right. a fucking seminal dance label. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Eddie's obviously been uh, a you know, MTV presenter, radio presenter. So it's a really nice balance. And and they just get these guys on talking about the music they made and the influence of it. And they play selected tracks and stuff like that. And it's it's ah. it's, it's a great listen. If you yeah. like electronic music and you're interested about the origins of it and where it's gone through and, yeah. and, the, and the, the, you know, the, the twists and turns, it's, it's a great listen. 
That's interesting. There's another, that just reminded me of another one that I've only listened to one or two episodes of, uh, Song Exploder, where they basically go into one song and sort of explain it all and speak wow. to the people that wrote it and, yeah. and influence it and stuff. But yeah, just another explanation, an yeah. in-depth explanation that you're not going to get anywhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll check that out. What's Trailblazer? Yeah, Trailblazers, okay. yeah. Uh, cool. se- series 2 has just started. Okay. And that's why Nick's going to come on and tell us a bit about that, and that'll yeah. be out in a few weeks. So Nice. It's a good listen. Yeah. Good listen. What's your number four, mate? Number four um, is it's a fairly recent one, actually. It's um, the Adam Buxton podcast. Yeah, good choice. Because he's, he's brilliant, and um, you know what? I, I missed completely missed the boat with the Adam and Joe show. My brother was into it. Uh, he's a couple of years older than me, and I, um, so I think I was maybe a little bit young for it. So it was only later on that I sort of the um, the Adam and Joe show, um, the radio show, yeah. which was fucking so good, just hilarious, uh, and that led me on to listening to the podcast. But his interview style—I don't know if it's even got an interview hmm. style—but whatever he does, it's magic. Yeah, it's great. It's so disarming and. But still intelligent, you know what I mean? He's not, he's not, he's not grilling these people, but, but he's asking significant questions and getting really good insight yeah. from these people, and it's still funny, you know. Being able to be humorous but serious as well is is difficult. I mean, I you know I haven't worked that out yet, um, uh, but he's he's Neither nailed it. Way, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's an amazing podcast. Yeah, some standout episodes for you. Um, his ones with Louis through always good. Yeah. But they're, uh, they're old mates. Yeah. You know, it's probably like you yeah. guys, you know. They've got them yes, before. Yes, sir. <laughs> I could listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> and just them two trying to do that yeah. off, trying to sing that, yeah. and just killing themselves laughing. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And his really? adverts are bloody amazing. As yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the time you must put into that, into, into, you know, making those jingles. And they're all hilarious. They're really hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know... I haven't heard any other podcasts that really do that, do their own jingles to the quality right. that he does yeah, and, and then makes new ones every week, you know, specific yeah. to the guest and stuff. Yeah. But he, he, he's obviously, he does all that shit himself, you mm. can tell, you know, he's, he's a clever boy, yeah. you know, and I just, we, we spoke about it, like, you know, should we do some of our own, you know, obviously we've done the, the Harry's Razors ones, just, you know, messing around, but in regards to sort of jingles, like musical jingles and things like that, mm. it was something I know that we, we thought would mm. be fun, but... You just feel like you're ripping off Buxton. Yeah, um, I thought about it. I thought, well, maybe yeah. that's something I could. But then it's like, is that is that a new way of doing podcasting, or is that his way of doing podcasting? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you, and you don't want to just do a cheap imitation. Yeah. Fair enough, but I, I think there's room. I mm. think good ideas is all right for, for yeah. people to somewhat mimic it. I think there's room for it. Um, so I wouldn't be angry if anyone yeah. did mm. that. But if you can do your own adverts in your own way, even, yeah, yeah. even better. Ours end up, they end like, ACAST keep bouncing them back, like you literally can't say that, you can't <laughs> say that on an yeah. advert. And yeah. like, All right. But then they've been pretty good with it, and so yeah. it is with what we've sort of, how we've approached it. Yeah. He's, he's the biggest influence on me personally. Okay. Uh, I post a video every morning walking my dog. Right. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Buxton, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he does his intros walking his dog, and yeah. it's only the fact that I walk my dog every morning that I just think I've got ten minutes. I'm going to do a little live video yeah. about what's going on with the podcast this week, yeah. and and I guess you know everybody knows Buxton and Rosie and and, yeah. and his his little whims. With his, it's just brilliant. Yeah, like, I, I, it, it's it's my favourite podcast. By yeah, a while. it's so good, and it's hard, it's 
horrible when he's like having a break and stuff. It's like, oh, I'm going to have a few months off now. He's like, yeah. oh, man, I just want more more podcasts. And then it, he chokes up every time he talks about Bowie yeah. uh, and his old man, which, which yeah. is understandable. Um, but it's things like that. It's um, Real? Yeah, it, it's real. And it's, I mean, I was going to say mistakes, but it's not mistakes. It's like, maybe I was saying mistake. It's like I'm looking at it from a broadcasting perspective. If you choke up and stuff, you don't do that on live air or whatever. But on podcast, whatever happens, happens, and that's fine. Yeah. But that draws you in closer. It's like I went to see a gig on Saturday night. Um, awesome gig. Uh, it was Blood Moon Tour, Charlotte Carpenter uh, uh, and Alessi's Ark. It was really, really good. Um, but it was the first night of their tour together, and they were trying some new things. So inevitably, like they were switching instruments and a couple of cable cables went in the wrong amps and stuff. And they were obviously apologetic. But I think those sorts of mistakes or moments of reality actually bring the audience closer yeah because it because you come because that makes them more human right yeah instead of it being this unattainable unreachable thing it's actually oh no that happens to yeah everyone there's there's a reason why people put outtakes on the end of dvds yeah 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 you know yeah and there's a reason why bands put you know studio versions studio sessions as as bonus tracks and things like that because yeah it's a little peak Behind the curtain, it's a little peek into their, their actual reality of them, aside from the the you know the the, the sort of myth or the the you know the the, the media yeah. perception of them. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's reality. You're you're actually seeing their personality. Yeah, you're not seeing you're not seeing Adam Buxton performing and doing an interview. You're seeing what he's actually like, and mm. that in that moment of uncontrolled emotion, it's like that's real. That's that's what Adam Buxton is like as a person, yeah. not as a as a podcasting, which is, which I think is what podcasting. One of the advantages of podcasting is you can afford to do things like that. And inevitably, yeah. in any long conversation with anybody, if you're putting up an act or you've got your media face mm. on, whatever that is, you can't do it for an hour. Mm. You can't, or it's hard to do it for an hour. So your real personality will eventually come out. Yeah, and that's what's really interesting. That's why these longer podcasts are so much more interesting because they are so much more real you get to know what they're like not how they feel their latest yeah. film was or whatever yeah. it is did you listen to the one with Tim Pope the guy that made the that directed all the videos in the 80s made all the Cure videos and stuff like that yes I think I did he was like yeah. 100 mile an hour uh, he, he was yeah. fascinating dude but I, th- I thought that episode of Buxton was amazing uh, as was the Jade Adams one was was, was yeah, great. Yeah, um, yeah. He's just yeah. He, I, I don't know what he does. It's effortless mm. yet absolutely fascinating and interesting. And yeah, I don't know how he does it. And it's I love it. Yeah, but never fails to make me laugh. Yeah, it's all you always come out of there. Come out of listening to that with you know you know more positive than you went in it's joy about life yeah 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 even if it's been a, an upsetting one or whatever yeah. it's it's you you're always better for listening to it yeah yeah really good we're going to get jade on this aren't we hopefully hopefully have you seen a uh, the thing that she did with what was it bbc3 the video of her with the with the meat snacks and what? she does like her most glamorous meat snacks <laughs> uh, on a budget it's really funny on nice. bbc it's only like a 3 minute skit it's worth a watch, mate. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but it is good. Because yeah. she's she's partners with Rich Wilson, who's 
uh, a previous guest on here and and and, and your new boyfriend and my new boyfriend. Okay, yeah, mm. yeah. excellent. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Before we go on to your next one, mate, you you mentioned that you come from a musical background. Yeah. And I think on um, the one we recorded you on your podcast, you said your dad was a drummer or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, he he is. He's been a drummer since he was, I don't know, a kid. In fact, him and him and his brother, my uncle, they got my dad got a guitar and he and my uncle got a drum kit on Christmas Day yeah. and they ended up swapping on Christmas Day uh, and staying that way for the rest of their lives. No, <laughs> I mean, they're still alive now, still playing. Although my dad's recently learned to play bass as well. But yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, he wouldn't he wouldn't say it, but I mean, he's sort of uh, he's got a reputation in Northampton for 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 being a solid musician. You know, yeah, wow. been in loads of bands. Was in a was in a um, heavy metal band in the eighties called Soldier. They, they did quite well. Um, nice. But um, yeah, so so just sort of growing up around that. And so he was keen for us. I mean, he was most of my childhood was like going to working men's clubs on the Friday and Saturday night and drinking coke and having pork scratchings while dad was playing music to people um that was that is one thing that was as only recently only recently i've understood how significant it was seeing my dad on a stage yeah made me realize that that's possible because you just think well they're people on stages whatever they're doing they're like rock stars or they're Mm -hmm. like incredible amazing people that regular people don't get to do but seeing him go up you know week after week year after year play to a crowd of people whether it was 50 people or 200 people whatever but they're all up dancing and then as soon as the band finished they're all shouting more and you know <clears throat> oh no, it, I just thought actually that showed me like you can do you can do this stuff it's possible and you know sort of there's no limitations yeah yeah. at the time I just thought oh that's dad playing some music yeah of course not. Don't <laughs> see, you don't understand the relevance yeah. of it even but if now, you learnt that you made that even if you learnt that lesson you didn't even realise you had but. yeah yeah, exactly. But that was so cool. And yeah, and my uncle was a really, really good guitarist, and he's been in bands, you know, functions bands and all sorts of stuff. And my brother's a guitarist. Um, he was uh, in a band called We Are Power. They played Reading and Leeds. They could, they did quite well. Um, so yeah, it's wow. always been around. Um, but for whatever reason, they they stuck out the instrument thing more than I did. Yeah. My, whatever it was, I just didn't do it for as long, um, and got into the more production electronic yeah. side of things. Yeah. Yeah, right, amazing. Did you do so? So that taught you not to be a bit starstruck as well, did it? Was you okay? Have you ever met famous people and been like cool about it? You're or? famous. <laughs> we are, aren't we? Really? <laughs> um, no, but actually, like talented famous people, <laughs> like bands. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, famous. Uh, yeah, people that are famous, not necessarily just bands, but people that I've looked up to and respected and been nervous about meeting. And you realise they're people. Mm. They're really good at what they do, but they are fundamentally a person like you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but they've just practised more at something. Yeah. Really, that's it. I mean, obviously, you know, maybe there's some innate ability to do stuff, or I don't know. But, yeah, certain people that I've spoken to that have done things that I think are absolutely mind-blowing and I'm nervous about talking to them, but ah, uh, you know, the, the, it's just application. It's like, what are you? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What have you been spending your time doing? And probably the more time you spend doing one thing, the better you'll be at that thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you realize that, I think. Yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I, what is famous? Yes, I don't know. It's it's so true. I, mm. I remember that I was starstruck when I, the first person I ever met who was famous. when I came in here, wasn't it? When I walked in, you <laughs> <Yeah>. thought, <laughs> Josh. you hit it well. You hit <laughs> it well. <laughs> um, we, me and Pip went to um, watch the Budtown Gang. Well, when we were like sixteen. Yeah. And fucking Jimmy Popper Lee walked past us, and I was just like. I can't believe this is a guy I've been listening to loads. I absolutely adore this stuff. Mm. And I couldn't talk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Pip was fine. Yeah. And I was absolutely starstruck. And at that point, it was like I hadn't realised that simple thing that you'd said there, Josh, that they are just human beings. Yeah. And obviously since since that point and doing the club nights with Stu and that, I've met dozens of famous people. And you do, after a while, just realise, oh, they're just, they're yeah. just people. Yeah, I don't. All, I, most of the people we've met, I've met a few divas, but I'd say ninety percent, ninety higher. Than yeah, that. Uh, just really nice people. You know? Yeah, I don't want to play down there like how their abilities or anything, you know, because they're still like really cool people mm. or really good at what they do yeah. or whatever it is. I mean, yeah. and and I'm still fascinated. I'm still in awe of these people, sure. and I wish I was them, you know. Yeah. But if you can like muster up just like having start at least starting a normal conversation with them then yeah. you'll be all right yeah, i remember yeah. i saw i went to fabric and i saw uh dj craze and and, and he was one of the reasons yeah. i started Fucking doing turntables. Yeah, totally. Same yeah. To, uh, me too yeah he, he's he's so good and still really really amazing mm. but like he said in his interviews you know you practice for eight hours a day you're going to get good at something um but yeah he walked past me and i and i saw him and i was like shocked like fuck he's like just walking in the crowd and i thought I've got to say something. I just went crazy. And he turned around and he went, yeah? And I went, uh, looking forward to your set, man. And he went, yeah, cool. See you later. <laughs> I don't know what I was hoping was, you know, you're hoping you're going to go, you're going to have a chat and he's going to go, do you want to be best mates? <laughs> like, yeah, like that's going to happen. <laughs> um, you have but to yeah. settle for just getting a little bit of their hair when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that's it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's cool. You do get, you build these people up, don't you, in your head. I mean, you do with like, even like going through a job interview. With somebody yeah. you've never met before, you're like worrying all the thousands of different things mm. that could happen. Mm. Yeah. You'd build it up, but it's more in, it's all in your head. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to ignore that. Though. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on? What, what one we got next? Three. Three. In three. In three. Um, 
similar, similar, sort of similar to to Adam Buxton in some respects, but it's Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Mm. Really good. Oh, do you know what? I see. I I sometimes get this on YouTube, which is weird, right? Right. Because it's also not even got pictures. I've tricked nice. myself into yeah, yeah. thinking because it's on YouTube, and I listen to it. And yeah, he's he's great. Yeah. Mm. And he does it. He does his own advert reads, but they're obviously fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I mean that. You know, if I was to get adverts, they definitely wouldn't let me read them out loud. Like, re- read them myself. They'd want to inject them into the episode. But he gets to read them out and slag them off yeah. during it. And, and they're fine with it because they know. And that's another example of, like, creating your audience or whatever. He knows that's what his fans want. And they're more receptive to stuff that he's talking about. Well, um, we Definitely. We, we thought that with Harry straight yeah. away because we knew that, you know, if if they had... No, that would be cool. I was about to say, if they had Brian Blessed doing it, that, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But if, if they had some fucking helmet from Towie yeah. going, Harry's Razors, go and buy, you know, mm. our listeners are not going to feel a connection to that. Mm. And, you know, they're going to be like, oh, it's the advert bit in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if it's me and you doing stupid voices, taking oh, the piss out of yeah. each other, yeah. then you're going to hopefully hold their attention, which yeah. is what your advertiser wants. And, right? and they'll remember it. Yeah, if it was funny, or you know, it's significant. It sticks in your head rather than just passes by. The amount of comments we had of people just literally writing the words "holy shit balls." Yeah, like that didn't go away for a long time. <laughs> no, no, it's actually not. I think mean, probably Harry's execs don't even realise it yeah. either. But they couldn't, and they couldn't write something like that. No, you know, and they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we had, well, I don't know. We we probably had about six or seven. Mm. Very long writing sessions putting that together, didn't mm. we? Oh yeah, we really, we really thought, thought Just press recall, there. Chris. Just fucking press recall. Let's <laughs> I have get a go. Really stressed because I like yeah. to think a bit ahead, and she's like, "Just press recall." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your fight was sore by it. Really, it? Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard, I mean, and, and the fact that not only does he do his own reads and make them up on the spot and create stupid jingles, I mean, it's a whole podcast of him on his own. Mm. Yeah. That's not easy, right? No, I mean, no. obviously, you know, he's a really good stand-up, so, he's, yeah, you know, he's that helps. That, hasn't he? He's, yeah. he's, like, any comedian who wants to be actually any good, you've got to throw yourself at the audience for fucking years. Mm. And, and to really. hold people's attention like that as well, because mm. mm. the idea of most of it is to feel like you're part of a conversation. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there isn't as such, is there? You're no. just listening to someone talking pretty talking much. to themselves. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. quite often he's, like, talking about, some NFL team that I don't know anything about mm. and specific, you know, callbacks to what happened 10 seasons ago. Yeah. And I don't know what he's talking yeah. about, but it's still hilarious. It's it's sti- it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's his passion towards it, but also like that, what he's known for, he is critical and, mm. and, and, and cynical and I, I don't know, he's just very funny. He, he rubs up a lot of people up the wrong way. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think he's actually a lot more progressive than what people uh, uh, have a go at Bill Burr. For. Yeah, he plays Bill a character. will like properly destroy women, won't mm. he? Like, he'll, 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 and but then it's very obvious that the, he's in on the joke yeah. himself. The joke's yeah. on him. He's playing yeah. an ignorant person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, he's 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 sterling. Yeah, and then he's and obviously F is for family. Have you seen that on Netflix? No. His his TV show, really good. I really? Think it, yeah, it's really good. It's an animated TV series, and he's What's written it. Called? F is for family. Right. Um, oh, I've seen that. But he does a few right. of the voices, and he wrote it, and it's really funny, really good. I think the second season is out really soon. That's worth a watch. Yeah, really funny. Um, yeah, seen him live a couple of times. I'll his stand up, and it's yeah, he's 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 great. He's one of the best stand ups 
around at the moment. You've seen him live? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, and and was that over here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was at the event in Apollo. I think. Yeah. A while ago, um, but yeah, like you say, rubs people up the wrong way and does it within his own act. You know, makes every, says something really controversial and stupid. And half the audience are like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's yeah. nonsense. But, you know, by the end of the bit, he's worked it back round again. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's all, it's all a set yeah, up. He's brought them on side. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's it's, it's genius. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And to do a podcast on your own is, uh, and it be interesting and funny consistently. I mean, that's, yeah, something else. He's been doing it for years. I think the first few he was doing, he was like ringing his answer machine and recording it on that. No. Yeah. It was like a cool record service, and he'd ring up his agent, and, pre- and they'd press record, and they'd just talk it down the phone. Ah. That's amazing. Yeah, so that was years ago. It's, um, yeah, and he's still doing it now. Because <laughs> when we went to the first London Podcast Awards, mm-hmm. one of the, the winners of the international podcast, I think, was the woman whose... Daughter was, was trans. Yeah, yeah. Daughter, no, no. Son wanted to be a girl. Yeah, but and, uh, like and she'd, eight. yeah, and she'd recorded all the conversations on her phone, hadn't yeah. she? Yeah, oh, right. Like, and that was incredible. <clears throat> yes, God, yeah. And mm. he got, he comes back to that punk thing. Yeah, you know, you can, you can do it. It's so, it's so easy to, yeah. to make it happen. Yeah, if it's good, people are listening. Yeah, yeah, that's really it, and and. It's the ultimate, you know, the, the the audience of the judge. You know, you you can you can say what you want about it, but if if it's if it's good, it will work. Yeah. And if it's not, it won't work. So. And there's enough people out there that there's something for everyone, aren't there? Yeah. And like, you know, whether you get ten listeners or ten million listeners, yeah. Like, you know, it's accessible by almost everybody. As I said at the beginning, you know, with hardcore listing for us, we were successful by our own standards. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. know what we deem as being successful he's not getting f- slammed up he's going to jail for exactly no you know it's just the fact that having a bit of nice feedback from people saying they really enjoyed it yeah and you know when you have people that do say that they struggle with you know social situations mm. and so they like to listen to us yeah. get drunk and, and have chats because it's the closest they get to having the confidence to go we, down the pub and yeah. have them conversations we, ne- we never saw that coming and um and it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's lovely to to, to think that as well. So, yeah, yeah. I, going back to like seeing people make mistakes or not mistakes or people moments of honesty and emotion and stuff. That, that's important to hear as well. Like people struggling. That's so important to hear because I think particularly nowadays, you know, you just see or you can just see successful people making millions of dollars or pounds or or, mm. or, or being the best at whatever they are, and it doesn't seem like they take any missteps so it seems like they know what they're doing and there's a clear path but uh, as you know like we're all making it up as we go along yeah of course and we're all making mistakes but if you don't if you don't see other people making mistakes you think it's just you that's making mistakes which is not a good place to be in so so hearing other people say oh well i tried this and it didn't work or whatever i get a lot from that it's so reassuring to know that it's all right it's okay to fuck up everyone does it it's fine I think, I think Gervais said that. Was it Was it him? I can't remember an interview. And it was um, the biggest secret is that nobody knows what they're doing. And I thought I, that was just mm. really, yeah. really hit me that did. Like, right, okay, it's, it's all right. You know, there isn't, a, there isn't a path I should be following and there isn't things that I should have done by now. 
It's like whatever you're doing is okay. Just you know, keep going. Well, while we talk podcasts, let's, and Ricky, let's, uh, is that on your list? It's on my list. Right, okay. So but I'll, I'll, it's the next one. So, oh, right, okay. So let's, oh, let's, let's, crack yeah. let's crack well, on. Let's crack on. To just sort of get things rolling on that, if you don't mind yeah, me yeah, taking yeah, the lead, no, no, lead on, on your number three. Two. Um, two. two. Sorry, yeah, I didn't want to say I want to take the lead on your number two. That sounds a bit weird. It's not that sort of podcast. But if you look at, the success of Ricky's podcast, yeah. which was groundbreaking, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I I, you know, I, I spoke to him about trying to arrange for the lads from in between us to have a podcast, yeah. and and he was like, just do it, mm. just whatever you do, do it. He went, it's it's so much fun, it's so easy to to just to sit in a room with your mates mm. and have a chat. Yeah, and I was like, and that sort of stuck in my head. And how there's no rule book and how there, you know, no one's got it figured out. Yeah. That come about through him blagging his way onto XFM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But getting put with Stephen Merchant. Yeah. When else would them two people find yeah. themselves in a room together? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden this weird little producer guy is sitting in the corner pissing and moaning. Mm. And when I used to do stuff with, with before it was Radio Experience, it was XFM, a uh, very good friend of mine, Jim Benner, um, I said to him, like, because I, I never met Carl, and I was like, mm. is that for real? And he was like, 100%. <laughs> he went, trust me, people at, at XFM, when they had the ump, yeah. they'd go, oh, let's go and see Carl. <laughs> because he was the best person to have a whinge with. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he was yeah. so good at it. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that, They've just him being himself is mm. what sold that podcast because yeah. everyone knew Ricky and obviously everyone knew Stephen from the office and and and, and extras and everything else mm. and all right yeah, yes that was their you know they were doing the radio pre that but let's have it right all you're laughing at mm. is Cole you know and there's two very funny people sitting in that studio yeah. with him yeah, that. Yeah have got every award under the sun for yeah. writing comedy, yeah. yet it's the bloke that's being yeah. 100% real yeah. and it's their reactions to him being real yeah. that is the gift of that podcast, that, isn't That's it? what kills me about it. So this is one of the very few podcasts that I've watched, watched, listened to. Well, you can to. watch it, can't you? Mm, mm. You can do, yeah. It's one of the very few I've listened to and um, it is their reactions to what Carl says. It, 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 it forces me, it mm. makes my sides mm. hurt. It really does. Listening to Ricky trying to make sense of something Carl has said, yeah. fucking, it destroys yeah. me. It has me in tears. And I guess so, you, you do get, uh, that was my experience of learning what you were saying when you, you were saying about, you know, that picture of the kid sat next to the yes. picture of the other kid. Yeah. Yeah. That was it for me. Like, I yeah. felt I was there. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just absolutely in tears. It was, and it, I think it has created such a strange dynamic now where particularly people like Gervais that have, done a lot of podcasts and the radio shows that you can, you, know, you can listen to them all on YouTube however many hours there are of that you, you've heard that person speak for hours and hours and hours probably more than some of your friends yeah. do you know what I mean so how well do you know these people I mean it's such a, I, think, I think that's a strange thing like I haven't met anyone that I've listened to hundreds of hours of their stuff mm. but you, you would feel like you knew them, but obviously you don't know them at all. And, and that's probably something that's never happened before because before we've had short radio shows or 
90-minute films or whatever. So that's an, an unusual relationship now that's not, not really a relationship, but you feel like it is. Mm. Yeah. You, it feels real. You're, you, you, you know everything they've said and you know their opinions about so many different things. When, um, <clears throat> when Rich Wilson come round and done that podcast for the first time, he'd listened to quite a lot. And he was sitting where you were sitting. And I said, uh, if you get hot, mate, he went, oh, mate, I know. The button's behind me, isn't it? <laughs> like, I know. I could just turn the radio off like that. And then literally at that point, Chris opened the bag. And Chris, he was like, oh, there's a crisps. <laughs> like, and you just think, oh, yeah, he's listening to this yeah, before. Yeah, I don't yeah. know you think, fucking hell, do we say the same mm. thing on every episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of our mates do listen, and they do think it's a bit weird. Yeah. Because yeah. they forget that they weren't part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> they want to talk about it like yeah. they were there. Like, they mm. get confused, but... Yeah, like remember that time. In fact, I've done that before. So talking to uh, someone saying, I can't remember what it was now. And I was like, oh, I was talking to someone. The other, oh, no, I wasn't. I was listening to a podcast the other day. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, I've, like, I've, I've really subconsciously thought I was there. Well, that's obviously not. That immersive, though, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit sad as well, isn't it? Like, I'm just lonely. No, so. <laughs> do, you, do you find podcasts, because I've never spoke to Pip about this, as to whether he called it distraction pieces because it's a distraction mm-hmm. from whatever uh, you're thinking and I you think yeah, yeah. he's just being a lazy cunt because he'd also named his album distraction pieces isn't it so yeah, I yeah. Think he just couldn't be bothered to use but was it a, you know when he, when he called the album that was writing that album a distraction for him for oh, right, you yeah. know that's what I'm thinking oh sorry yeah. because I you know no no I mean it for the, the podcast as well like because you know it, I find that if I've got something on my mind I get more of a distraction by listening to a podcast than I would yeah. listen to music. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's funny. You should, sorry to interrupt. It's funny you should say that because I've been talking to some people recently about about uh, listening to podcasts and saying, oh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I have been using it as a distraction. So, like, <clears throat> if I'm in the car, I've got a podcast on. If I'm walking around or doing something in the house, I've got my headphones in, listening to a podcast, or I'm walking somewhere, I'm listening to a podcast. And what I'm actually doing is making sure I'm not in silence, because if mm. I'm in silence, I'm going to think about some shit. Right. Absolutely. And I've got shit I need to be dealing with that mm. I really don't want to deal with. Yeah. So I'm using it to, you know... A so, yeah, and it, it will become negative after a point, because you need to deal with shit in your life. Mm. And I'm just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So, yeah, that, that, that is so true. It yeah. is... It's easy to do, isn't it? I mean, that's why, you know, you put TV on and you're not even really watching what's on there, but it's just some yeah. noise going on. So, that you, so yeah. you're not trapped in your head. A bit of white noise going yeah. on. Yeah. Sure. So what was your entry point? Uh, was Gervais's podcast the first podcast you listened to? I think it was, yeah. I was trying to think about this, actually, um, because I didn't hear the XFM show when it was on. Mm-hmm. I only heard it, you know, after somebody must have given me a CD or something with all the files on. And that show was fucking mental yeah i mean it was xfm were punk rock with. then yeah you know they adam and like joe saying, were on there yeah like, they were like saying twat in the middle of the day mm. and didn't seem to have any problem with yeah. it yeah it's like you if you did that now yeah i mean you might lose your job eh? yeah it's um yeah that and that show was hilarious obviously but which just fed into the podcast didn't it but um standout episodes oh. or stories within a standout episode you know what? I I don't know. I really don't mm. know. I've gen I've genuinely listened to the XFM shows probably hundreds of times. Yeah. And the podcasts similarly. I can tell you one for me, although I'm not the guest here, but one that literally had me on the verge of. Pe- Honestly, I think a bit of we came out 
was when Carl's talking about um, um, uh, slugs. If you feed slugs, slugs they can remember their their own way around a. a, a if you liquidise, if you liquidise a slug, yeah, 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 and then feed it to another slug, yeah. it can remember its way around the maze. Yeah, and he's like, it's almost implying that we could do it with humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and it was Ricky's breaking down of, about that the conclusion Carl was about to come to. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't hold it in. Yeah. I lost my shit. Um, when he took his missus on holiday to, was it Malta? Somewhere. And said it was like the moon? No, he said there was... Um, <laughs> it, it, he, I can't think what he said about the, the... He said he'd never seen so many cross-eyed people in one place. <laughs> but he said he went to a cafe and had a cup of coffee and then him and all the regulars stood around and watched a cat lick his own bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, I don't know if it was the same holiday, but they were just going around looking at all the volcanoes. That's right. And he was like, yeah, it's another volcano. Yeah. Another volcano. They all look it's the same. Brilliant. <laughs> but the thing is, I think what's really genius about it is there is a sweetness about Cole's character and however fucking ridiculous mm. his concepts are, there's method to it. Yeah. You yeah. know, you can just think, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, he breaks things down so that they're so simple, too simple, obviously, because yeah. he can't, he doesn't explain yeah. it properly. But, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's looking at sort of like something that might be really complex and like yeah. philosophical. taking a rocket to space and it's yeah. guided by a banana dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it, oh, it's just brilliant. And sometimes, you know, you do need to look at stuff in a simple way, don't you? Absolutely. But it's, um, yeah. I mean, that is, that's such a great example of like three people randomly meeting purely by yeah. chance. And think of what's, what's, what's come to it. You yeah. know? It, I mean, did you watch Sick of It, his new show? Carl's I, new show. I watched the first one and, and, and it weirded me out a bit. Okay. Because even when he was in Derek... He was sort of acting, but he weren't. Yeah, yeah. Because he was sort of being himself. And I know he's being himself in Sick of It. And, I, and I'm not going to pass too much judgment because I've only seen the first one. But I don't know. I just found it a bit weird. I know what you mean. Have you watched them all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's really good and it's really sweet and it gets better as it goes on. Yeah. But it, it was unusual to see him, like, acting. Yeah. You know, you expect him just... But then, I mean, he is acting, but he is playing Carl. Himself, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still saying the same... Weird yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. No, it was really good. Uh, there was a really funny bit where there was um, the three of them talking in an interview and I can't remember what they were talking about. I think they were talking about maybe a book that Carl had written or one of the TV shows they made. It was early on when, when they were doing it. And they were saying oh, how, how annoying it was. I thought it would be a good idea, but it was really annoying. I hated it. And then Rick turned to him and said, and sort of laughingly said, and then you made a million pounds. Yeah. And he went, <laughs> yeah. And he just sort of laughed. And I thought, okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know, it is really annoying, but, you know. Yeah. Would you rather be back at XFM? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, number, two, uh, number one, isn't it? Yeah, number one. the big spot. The well, spot. before we do that, have you got any... Well, you haven't really, have you? I can you tell you what my number one is. Oh, what's your number one? I don't think it'll be the same as Josh's. Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, Conceited. Well, I'm going to throw a couple in there then before yeah, we get there. Yeah. That, um, um, uh, I really um, I really like uh, Matt Stocksy's podcast. He's a great... He's a, I um, really like Matt. I if, you, if you listen to um, Life in the Stocks... Uh, 
we we had Matt Stocks was someone that that got in touch with us, and um, he was working with the Dirty Sanchez boys, right? And uh, and we asked. He he said like you know well, I can come and guest on your podcast and I'll bring Pritchard and Dayton and, and then you can do an episode with them. Yeah. And uh, and and they done that and they come here and it was really good fun and then um, they left and and we, we we then spoke to Matt who done his top five Mickey Rourke films, um, and then Matt come down to uh, our live show, and and I phoned him about two weeks ago because I had never listened to his podcast. Right. Um. And he'd interviewed Gail Porter, but he'd interviewed Sean Ryder, uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss, uh, uh, like B Real, Cypress Hill, but some some massive, oh, yeah. some massive uh, Andrew WK, yeah. um, and 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 just I was so su- oh, I say surprised. I found him because it blew me away how good he was. Okay. Um, how researched he was, how competent. I mean, he'd, he'd been a, a radio DJ for Kerrang! and for Scars, and I yeah. think he was a TV presenter for Scars as well. And I was just like, it made me literally, because obviously a has got my own podcast as well, mm. which I'm trying to yeah. you know, develop as well. And, and I, I listened to him and I just thought, mate, I can't get near that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's different league. That's he's so, so good at it. He's, mm. so, he's so into the things he's talking about. Mm. It, it, and so I thought that deserved a, a nod because I think that's um, that's really good and and I'm sure. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, no, go on. I've got I've got one other. But yeah, go on. Sorry, so I've not heard, I've not heard of that podcast. Yeah. What was it called? It's called Life in the Stocks. Life in the Stocks. Um, okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's from. Uh, oh, so where does he live? Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and yeah, he's he's his background is his radio, mm-hmm. and which I think has given him oh, fucking hell. I've mentioned all these episodes. John Lydon, he goes out to he, I think yeah. he's was it in London or America he went out and 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 interviewed John Lydon, wow. and it's it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Like you know, you're talking to Johnny Rotten. Mm. It, it was yeah, and and that, I, I literally when I mean, it finished it in my car, I, I thought I found him. And I was like, mate, just fucking blow me away. Yeah, like. And he was like, "Oh, cheers, mate!" And we we might have something happening with with him and uh, some live stuff, like cool. some bits and bobs of his podcast and yeah. ours and oh, some others. And he's just finished recording with Andy Ennis, who we had on from This yeah. Is England, and he had uh, Tomo on as well from This Is England, who they've got their podcast, which I've not had a chance to listen to yet. Everything is overrated. Okay. Everything overrated, I think it's called. Ah. Uh, where it just sounds yeah. like they're. Having a good old moan off. <laughs> Truly uh, British tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Top spot, mate. Top spot. I think is obvious, really. <laughs> it's um it's the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Which I almost didn't want to say I imagine that's lots of people's favourite podcast. For a very um, good reason. Though. Yeah, yeah. And I've and I've listened to it f- from the beginning and I've I haven't heard every episode. Uh I've missed a few of the um the fight Fire companions, mm-hmm. yeah. All oh, right, companions. yeah. Yeah, because if you're not watching the fight alongside the podcast, are you a UFC fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but I don't watch them. I I rewatch them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm rarely watching them live. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, and that's what I, what are they up to now? Eleven hundred, maybe something yeah, like that. Twelve hundred. 
you know, two, two to three hours an episode. I mean, the amount of stuff and the, the variety of people I've spoken to um, is it's incredible. And the amount of things I now do or listen to or, or watch from hearing them talk, you know, it's just so much stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, like I was saying earlier, you speak to somebody for long enough and you get to see what they're really like and definitely for three hours. I mean, what's the longest episode you've done? We have, but the, all, the three-hour ones we've done are we are pissed out. About I was about that. to say, yeah, it's okay, not a, it's yeah. not a real insight into the depths of our characters. <laughs> what you're discovering then is that someone's talking about the, the circumference <laughs> of uh, Pat Butcher's front bottom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's nothing that, yeah, uh, yeah. that so, insightful. But you're right. It's like three hours, three and a half hours. You're like Jesus yeah. Christ, Joe. Yeah. But um, it's in-depth, fascinating conversations mm. are coming out of it. You know, and, he's he's a prime example of someone when I've sort of talk to people about podcasts that I like and things like that when you first start listening to, to, to podcasts especially Rogan I looked through it and I was like oh Russell Brand mm. I listened to that one oh Chad Mendes I listened to that yeah yeah and then for doing that for maybe 10 episodes yeah then all of a sudden I'm like because I obviously I knew Rogan from UFC but yeah. I've never knew nothing about Rogan's stand-up career. I wasn't a mm-hmm. fan of him as a comedian. I didn't, yeah. didn't really watch it or know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter who he's got on because I like Rogan. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I know that whoever he's got on, he's no fool. So mm. it's going to be interesting and, and, yeah. and insightful. And he gets a big, he gets a wide mix of people on there as well. Yeah. That's it. He's, uh, he's open. I think that's one of the things I've learned from listening to it is to sort of find out about something before you make a judgment on it which seems really obvious but i and probably most people take you tend to judge stuff i think quite often you have to judge stuff because Mm -hmm. until you can find out more you have to make a decision on it and then hopefully investigate it further but you can't always do that with everything when you don't have the time um but yeah just the amount of times he'll have people on what I really like about it, and one of the things that inspired me to, to do my own, was he'd have a musician on, for example, and talk about their music career for 20 minutes and then two and a half hours about anything and everything else. Yeah. And that's the really interesting stuff. When you hear them talking about their daily shit or what their, what's their opinion on this thing that's happened, you really get to know that person, not just that musician. Definitely. And also the thing I love about Josh, um, Joe, is he... Um, he challenges people as well, doesn't he? If he doesn't yeah. agree and whatnot, he does. So it's not an in, it's not an interview. It's not that interview level, mm. which you know, as you say, it becomes a bit. Sometimes it feels a bit fake and fake and put on. Yeah. But he does dig, dig and challenge where he doesn't agree or doesn't understand, yeah. and I like that because also you see him growing as a person and learning as a person too. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. yeah. Going back to what you said about uh, the musician will talk for 20 minutes mm. and then their conversation will spiral about what they're doing their day. My, my, yeah. my, probably my favourite episode was um, Henry Mullins. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's been on a couple of times yeah, now, hasn't he? Yeah, first time, yeah. first time. Yeah. And he talked Black Flag and, and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But then he's discussing that he has one cup of coffee in the morning yeah. and he sips that coffee throughout the day yeah. while he writes. So yeah. I just thought, that's an insight into yeah. how he works, how he writes. Yeah. And has he ever told anyone that? Ever? Like, and you know yeah. I mean? yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I'm not a fan of Ronin's music. 
um, I find Rollins fascinating as, yeah. as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I just thought, <coughs> fucking hell, like Rollins is going to be talking to Rogan. That's going to mm. be fantastic. And and it was. And and I found yeah. out stuff like that I never ever knew about. You know him. And yeah, just through Rollins just being. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Broga just being fucking great at what he does. Yeah, I, I, that's so true. I th- and there's nobody like him now. I mean, I'd much rather hear, <clears throat> I'd much rather hear an interview uh, him speaking to somebody on the on the podcast than than at any other format or Definitely. TV show or whatever. The amount of times I've thought that, and I thought for ages, it's only a matter of time before Pip gets on there. And then because, and I thought that's so good because they're going to talk for ages and I'm going to really get to know him. So he, the, he went on it. And every time I hear somebody going on, it's like, oh, great, I'm going to, Louis Theroux's going on. I thought, brilliant, because they're going to talk about stuff that Louis's never spoken about before. Uh, and you're going to get to know them like you don't on any other format. Mm. Recently, uh, Ross Edgley, who's just swam around the UK, mm-hmm. he, um, I was saying to, to uh, someone the other day, I was saying, oh, can't wait for him to. Uh, or I hope he gets on Rogan's podcast because I'd really love to hear, hear more about everything, really. And then he, I saw him post going to America to do some press, and I thought, oh, I hope he gets on Rogan. And the next day, he was on Rogan. Yeah. And so, that's brilliant. And he spoke for three hours, and it was brilliant. Yeah. It was so in-depth. You know, he's not just glossing over the bullet points. He's really getting into the weeds yeah. about what, what he was doing and why he's doing it. And, yeah, just getting into insight that you just never get from anywhere else. It's It's, yeah. And that's why he has so many millions of downloads, mm. isn't it? You know, it's just... It's just. He's also, yeah, he's had some bonkers episodes as well. Like, have you seen the Tom DeLonge one from Yeah, from Blink yeah, yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> the other one that was pretty out there was out there in a different out there from that one yeah. was uh, that Dan Balzerian or whatever. Dan Balzerian, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because you know, my approach to that guy prior to that was fuck that guy, <laughs> and then yeah. I listened to it, and all of a sudden I just thought, well, wow, okay, that's who you are, and yeah. I've not listened. To the Tyson Fury one, yeah, really good. But yeah, um, I spoke yeah. to Pip about that, and uh, and, and he said what you said. He said yeah, it's, um, it's, it's exactly, interesting. Exactly, Sp- speak speaking really candidly and honestly. And I've found with people that I've spoken to, they've they've been more honest than they thought they were going to be. You know, I've, I've had people talk on on the podcast and tell me about when they've tried to kill themselves and stuff that they've never yeah. spoken to anyone about before. But because when you're in that intimate one-on-one conversation or, or two-on-one whatever it is you're and you're talking for so long you you can't keep your guard up forever and obviously nobody's going to talk about something that they want to talk about mm. um but you just get another level of honesty yeah. and i think that's not to do with podcasting that's to do with talking to somebody. connection yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and and the longer the conversation the better it seems to be but then i don't i don't know if i could do a three-hour he seems to have an infinite amount of, of topics to talk about rogan but, yeah yeah um, I've got some other ones that I wanted to mention that didn't You've got your other mentions. Is that all right? Of course. Okay, well, Radio Lab, that's a great one. Have you heard that? I haven't. Is really Radio good. Lab, do they do a variety of subjects? Yeah, they Radio do all Lab. sorts I've of different things. Few, American Lab. podcast, yeah. really good, but they're like, I mean, it's like radio show. It's proper produced, and yeah, they've got a team of people. Cracking. Really good. Really high quality, yeah. fascinating stuff. Uh, Brian Gittins and Friends, obviously. It's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monkey Tennis, which is the Alan Partridge podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, distraction pieces, obviously. Angelos and Barry show. Yeah, oh, I haven't checked that out. So good. Really? Oh, it's brilliant. It's really funny. Uh, Your mum's house podcast, which yeah. is uh, Tom Segura mm-hmm. and Christina Krasinski, and I found out of them about, about them through Rogan, obviously. Tim Ferriss, his his show is really good. It can be quite business heavy and a little bit like that. Really, you have to really want to 
I don't know, 10x your growth or whatever it is. Has Rogan led you down to listen to Fighter and a Kid? Yeah, I've, I've listened to it a few times. I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. And Chris D'Elia is always hilarious when he's on it. Yeah, I like yeah. him. Yeah. I didn't like his stand-up, but now I've been watching his Instagram, which is fucking he's so good. I want to yeah. give his stand-up an, yeah. another try. His podcast now. is good. I've got that as well. Congratulations yeah. with Chris D'Elia. That's really good. Doug Stanhope, obviously. Yeah. Um, Ari Shafir. I yeah, think I like Ari. Doug Stanhope has done an episode of Life in the Stocks as well. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm pretty wow. sure that's the case. Yeah, I'll check that out. I saw Doug Stanhope in Milton Keynes, actually. I don't know why the fuck he was playing Milton Keynes. Um, but it was sold out. But he's, he's so good, man. He's he, was, great. he was hilarious. Um, and Stephen Brody Stevens' Festival of Friendship. Do you know? You might not Never have heard that. That's not, not that popular, I don't think. But Stephen Brody Stevens, he was a, he's an American comedian I found out through Rogan. And he's been on it. He's been on Rogan once or twice. Um, but really funny guy as well. But yeah, they were really good ones that I listen to all the time. If they're still, if they're still going, well, I thought I'd better give them a mention. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. What uh, what are your favourites, if you don't mind me asking? So yeah, I, I mean I'd, I'd say Joe because I get to watch it. Yeah. So I will still watch that, and I won't sit through three hours. But yeah. I will get. I will see different topics at that point because people break it down, don't they? Even he does. Or yeah. All of his other yeah. So I'll watch that. Um, I like the Dream Factory, which is done by a friend of ours, and it's all about you. You have to put. Um, put a, a spin on a, a, a well-known movie. So, for example, Dunkirk, I retitled it Funkirk, and there was, you know, what if it yeah, was yeah. actually a war, it was mm. a movie about um, love or whatever. Or, okay. no, that was it, they all had quasar guns instead. <laughs> um, I found That's I find good. that quite a fun one. Yeah. Um, how about you, mate? You got any others? Um, at Home with Colin Murray, or right. yeah, yeah. Blood on the Tracks, Colin Murray. Okay. Um, I love, love him. I think he's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, absolute privilege to have him guest on this podcast. Um, he's he was quite candid on our one. Yeah, he? yeah, he's he's great. Mm. Like, um, I really enjoy that. Um, I've just seen that I've got a couple of trailblazers from the new uh, series that I haven't listened to yet. So I'm really looking forward to listening to him talking to Paul Oakenfold and David Rodigan for fuck's sake. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's uh, that's yeah. that's a good way to kick off your second series. Yeah. Um, Buxton's my favourite. I love Rogan. Yeah. Um, and it sounds ridiculous, but um, I fucking love distraction pieces. You know, yeah. I know it's yeah. me, mate, but uh, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's fucking good. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause it's him. Yeah. And he's a bit of a prick. Yeah. But he's he's yeah. good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whilst talking about the network. Brett Goldstein. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah. Like, that's a that's a cracking podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's... Yeah, he's got Gervais on next week, I think, hasn't he? He's got Ricky on. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I think that's what he said last week or this week. Yeah. And he's, you know, he, he he's great at it, you know. Yeah. But like Buxton, he's got <laughs> such a nice manner. Yeah. And warmth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And... And and it's... I think it's still one of our most popular episodes, oh, isn't it, when, when Brett yeah. come here. Yeah. yeah. Um, he done two uh, when he come on, on the podcast, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And his top five stand-up shows gone wrong is probably one of the best ones we've done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some fucking hilarious yeah. shit on that. Um, but yeah, he's one. I really like that as well. That's um, So on the net on your network now is this one, mm -hmm. Distraction Pieces, Off the Beat Track, Films to be Buried With. Tuesday Night Jaw. Tuesday Night Jaw. Say Why to Drugs and Stop and Search. Fucking hell, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's the right little firm. Yeah, that's and, nice. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? It's like, they're all well all right, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's really nice. Okay. Oh, right. I think Jason Reed's a bit of a cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the nicest one, you horrible bastard. He's so nice. Jason's a fucking legend, man. Um, no, I, I, you know, we're very lucky to be part of that team. And um, yeah. We're not. We're, we're, this year's drunk cast is just us three because we haven't done one. So I thought it'd be yeah. nice just to be us three. But it's a shame, isn't it, whether we're not having like a, 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 a distraction pieces like Christmas do. I will promise you, I will only be seven out of ten. Yeah. I will only get to seven. Out you can of 10. get to seven and then stop, can you? Well, I can. <laughs> I can be sent home. Okay. I can behave sometimes. No. Can't You've I? never been sent home. I've gone home. Okay. So you just have to remove yourself. Twice, I think. Uh, yeah. I think I've gone to bed from here. Like, bear in mind, this is at the end of my garden. Yeah, I've yeah, gone yeah. home and, and left him talking drivel. No, not talking, shouting drivel. That's a uh, who. I can't even remember this evening. Pip. He was out the oh. front waiting for your cab that didn't turn up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just <laughs> shouting really loudly, making my dog bark. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Josh it's been an absolute pleasure um, oh. it's been a great evening got to do your podcast and you've, you've, you've been kind enough to stick about and guest on ours mm. as well oh it's, the honour's all mine really it's, yeah thank you it's been a lot of yeah. fun all um, the best with the podcast we will send people over to have a listen because I really enjoyed recording your one buddy so cool. um, thank yeah, you. definitely keep your eyes out listeners for that um, and thanks to uh, just our listeners as well and what a great opportunity for everyone to get involved because we're going to be talking about our favourite subject so Get involved, tag, tweet, reshare, and follow Josh's podcast. And tell us and Josh what your top five podcasts are. Yeah. What better subject to talk mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. We've both got podcasts. You all listen to them. So, um, yeah, tell us what Stuck they are. In. Make sure that we're in there. <laughs> you pricks. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. That was a super uh, great podcast, actually. It's good to listen to what podcasters listen to. Um, it's good to see what influences them um, and Joss was a great guest some interesting stories uh, and some fascinating insights into how we became uh, the Josh Astrop podcast um, I'd like to give some shout outs to the Distraction Pieces Network uh, Susie Gage, Small Jim and Jason Tron Scroobius Pip um, Brett Goldstein, Stu Chris obviously, Superstar Brad Acton, myself and uh, interesting news actually, if you are a fan of Off The Beat and Track podcast with Stu which is to be fair a cracking podcast, I've actually recorded um, a couple of ep- episodes myself and I will be recording some more um, the first one I believe is up on Patreon this week coming and uh, I talk about my top five it's not even my top five, what am I talking about, that's hardcore listing. I talk about my favourite samples used in hip-hop. They're not obvious, they're super obscure, and in their own right, they're absolutely fantastic tracks. So if you want to hear some 60s prog rock, some, some 60s folk music, if you want to hear some really obscure, yet cracking songs, uh, have a little listen to the podcast where I talk about the, the original track and talk about... Um, the hip-hop track that, that chopped it, looped it and sampled it and made it into something else fantastic. All right. Anyway, that's enough from me this week. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks, Stu. Massive thanks to Josh. Uh, word up to Brad. And we'll, uh, we'll be talking at you through your ear speakers next week. Peace. It's a drunken soiree in the Wi-Fi.
Show present our core listing, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.